Welcome to Seeing Double. I'm your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. This week, Captain's Log, Stardate 10291.8. Our destination, Black Mirror's USS Callister. And for anybody that has not watched this, this is Season 4, Episode 1 for Black Mirror series, and there will be spoilers and plenty of them. Because we are going to go beat by beat of this episode. So if you haven't seen it, then too bad. <laughs> to where this podcast has never gone before. In space. <laughs> well, virtual space. Oh my God. Right Spoilers. away? Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. It's horrible. <laughs> um, I guess, do you have anything exciting to report before we dive in? Sure. So when I watched this through the first time, mm-hmm. which is the only time I completely watched all the way through for this episode... I got the uh, the feeling that this was like a sort of a uh, <laughs> long pause. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the movie. I don't know what you're talking about. Neither do I. Is this the first time we've watched Black Mirror? Yes. This one episode is the first one? This one episode. Cool. I've watched all of Black Mirror many times. With Tim Allen, man. What was that movie? The Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that one. The one where he's in space. Lost in Space? Tim Allen was not in Lost in Space. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim I'm Allen's thinking of, not his name I know either. which one you're thinking of. Yeah, that. The one with Snape and Sigourney yeah, Weaver. Yeah, exactly. Galaxy Quest. Thank you. Jesus. I thought for a moment here it was going to be like Galaxy Quest. Only because of the opening scene yeah. into seeing him go into the office, I mm-hmm. thought, oh, this guy was an old school TV actor of a Star Trek type show, and then mm. now he has a real job and nobody really thinks he's all that great. Turns out I was way off. As as you usually are, when, not you specifically, as viewers of Black Mirror usually are when they watch an episode, you think it's one thing and then, you know, either right away or, you know, five minutes before the end, it diverts you to something completely different and unexpected, which can be either delightful in the case of an episode like San Junipero or horrible, which is like most of the other episodes. <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, it is Twilight Zone-ish, so. It is. We should expect these things. Indeed. Yeah, so let's dive into USS Callister. Definitely. So we open on kind of a Star Trek-esque grainy space adventure type show. And you may recognize immediately the main guy who's kind of the Captain Kirky type character as I recognize him mostly as Todd from Breaking Bad. Some of you might recognize him as Landry from Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I was a Landry Friday Night yeah, Lights I guy. was a Todd person. And then I was most recently a Fargo person because he was on season two of Fargo. He was on season two of Fargo. Anyway, they're fighting an enemy and, you know, it's very... A uh, stereotypical space adventure type jazz. They go up to a ship. They, you know. I don't know if you'd say stereotypical because it was kind of uh, a little, you know, slapstickish. Well, I mean, that's that's what I mean. It was like the typical, oh, fight the bad guy. There's his ship. We're gonna blow him up. And then it was very campy and silly. Yes, very campy. He yeah. sounded a lot like James Kirk. Yes, exactly. And, you know, they blow up the guy's ship, but the guy gets away, but they're still very proud. And his crew member named Walton, who you might recognize as a McPoyle brother. Yep, definitely. (laughs) And various other shows. um, He, you know, 
gets on his knees and begs for forgiveness for ever doubting his magical captain and all of his, you know, great knowledge, whatever. And he's like, of course, I am a merciful captain, whatever. And then he kisses both of his lady crew members and everyone is just so excited and singing for he's a jolly good fellow. And it's just so magical and happy. (laughs) You can use the words magical and happy. I just <laughs> use the words goofy because <laughs> that's exactly. I mean, it what was it very was. goofy, but in his perspective, it was amazing. It was the most amazing moment of his life. It was, yes. He looked very happy, mm-hmm. and that hair, flawless hair, so beautiful. It's got the he's got that like Mal Reynolds wavy yep. locks or Captain Kirk. I prefer my other space captain. I prefer your other space captain too, but you know, it was <laughs> they both share a very. voluptuous hair majestic hair majestic okay anyway and then we get a startling return to the real world works a boring nine to five job it would seem probably a lot more than that because he's a tech company so he probably stays really late all the time yeah and apparently as we find out very shortly after he is one of the founders of this company he is indeed and he's named callister right yes yes um he plays robert daly he's kind of He's the same as his as his captain as this captain portrayal. He's just a little bit more balding. He's got a bit of a gut going on. Mm-hmm. Glasses, um, glasses, kind of shabby outfit. Um, as he goes to go clock or not clock in, uh, swipe his card and to go into his building, you kind of recognize that girl at the desk as one of the ladies he was kissing. She was right. blue. She was the blue one. She yeah. was blue instead of <laughs> human or whatever. Here's a fun, a fun little inside. Black Mirror, a fact, is that she's on her phone and she's swiping through a dating app. And it's the same dating app that is used in episode four of season four called Hang the DJ. Really? It is like the main plot point of that episode. So Wow, that's pretty cool. Just a little Easter egg for you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, as he kind of goes through the office, we see some more of his crew members. His crew members. The the people that were in this fantasy world. (laughs) Doesn't he accidentally refer to one of the guys as Helmsman? Yes. Yes. Helmsman. What's his name? I don't remember what that guy's name was. I I wrote everyone else's name down. (laughs) I forgot about him. He was just an intern. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Is it Helmsman? No, not Walton. No, Walton is the founder. Doesn't matter. That guy is inconsequential. Helmsman Packer. Anyway, he goes to... Oh, yeah. Then we see Walton in his office and he's all being very boss-like, and he's his door says CEO and founder. Um, then we go into Daly's office, and a cute little lady comes by to see him, and you might recognize her as the mother from How I Met Your Mother. I don't believe... Is she the mother? Yeah, she's the mother. She had the kids? Yeah. I was confused on it. Th- Trust no, me. She's not the mother. Yes, she is. No, she's not. She never had kids. Did she? I thought she died from Way cancer. spoiler alert. That show's been off the air a while. <laughs> Those thought, are not Robin's kids. Those are her not kids. Robin? Okay. She died after she had the kids. I thought they were Robin's kids. <laughs> My bad. She was also on Fargo in season one. Gotcha. So a little Fargo reunion in this episode and a little bit of a Breaking Bad reunion at the end. Anyway. So yeah, she comes to compliment him on his coding, which is this game he made called Infinity. He kind of seems like just, you know, nerdy, awkward guy. He's got a lot of yeah. action figures and spaceships and comic books and a lot of a lot he's got the dvd set the vh set the vhs set and the blu-ray set for a tv series called star or no space Space fleet Fleet. space fleet yeah and she uh 
and all the posters were Space Fleet related and stuff. And he's, you know, the one thing I'll say was he was very soft spoken and very not the confident person that you see at the beginning of this Mm -hmm. episode. Exactly. But she's just like super fangirling over him because she's just a big developer nerd, which, you know, I get that. We all have our things that we love and get excited when you meet someone that created something that you like and it's cool. Well, created a world changing code. Exactly. He created this game called Infinity, which lets you, well, we'll get there. Um, yeah, you sort of walk. He sort of in the opening scene walks by a bunch of people doing something in chairs, but uh, it gets explained a little. I later. mean, they're coding. It's pretty obvious. No, 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 not those people. Oh, the other ones. Okay. Yeah, yeah. people sitting in all the lounge chairs. Yeah, like not doing anything but laying back. Yes, yes. with with little things on their head. Yes, indeed. Walton interrupts their kind of. They're probably beta testing moment. now. That I think about it. They were probably beta testing. Probably. You know. Just a fun thing. I Infinity is a game of. that they create. I'm just going to say it because it's stupid to it just... It is a game, yeah. <laughs> it's a game that's kind of like an AI kind of thing. Or not AI, the other one. AR. <laughs> it's immersive. In fact, in the beginning, you see when he's in the front of the lobby trying to get through the, the, the gate, there's a, a TV screen, whatever you want to call it, a panel on the wall, and it's talking about Infinity being a, a totally immersive game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Walton interrupts their tender moment to scold him about getting the game update going. He wants it done before Christmas Eve. There's like a patch that they're doing. And then he kind of sees Nanette for the first time. He's like, oh, you're new. Let me take you around and show everybody. Here's another fun fact for you. (laughs) Please. While he is showing everyone around, Kirsten Dunst walks by. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Now I got to watch this again. Uh Uh-huh. I didn't even see it. Yeah, she's just like... It's just in the background, like, because uh, Daly is watching everybody right. and watching her talk to everyone and meet everyone. And then all of a sudden, just his wife girl walks, walks by. by. His wife from Fargo just His wife walks from on Fargo. By. That's the reunion, it's huh? Like, oh. Well, also, Nanette There's is more from reunions. Fargo. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. That's funny. I'm going to have to watch this again. Yeah. I did enjoy the episode a lot, though. I'll tell you that. You did enjoy it? Yes. I have a lot of theories. Of, well, I have some interesting things that I thought of after the fact. Yeah, me too. That I just, as we get to them, I'm going to want to talk about them. Okay. Go for it. Just interrupt me. Oh, I will. I mean, I know you will. It's a hundred percent. I'll be like that interrupting cow. What? Moo. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Please continue. I'm afraid to. I won't interrupt you, I promise. Okay. So, <laughs> Daly goes home and plugs into the modded version of the Infinity game, which is called Space Fleet. And it has little parentheses, modded. Yep. So you know that it's not the official game. It's not. And then he pops into the game and he is on the space fleet thing, like yep, in his little sort opening of fantasy. Picking up where they left. Well, we should probably... It's not a fantasy. His the, his partner kind of... Walton. So, yeah, Walton berated him in his office. I like, said that. He was not nice. I know, I said that. So this scene is kind of a uh, me thinking he's l- doing what he wished he had done in the office oh, in yeah, response for sure. to that. Because, yeah, Walton was scolding him about not getting the game updated and ready in time, or he needs it to be in time, and he was like, get your fucking act together, blah, blah, blah. Lots of F-bombs are dropped in this episode. Yeah, he's kind of a Which is kind of funny, considering he made Space Fleet to be a wholesome environment, and everyone's just like, fuck this, fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, he gets on to the ship. He goes... He goes on, tells everyone what to do, talks, talking down to all of them, because Walton yells at him, he goes and takes out his anger on... The Infinity version of Walton. Because they haven't found Valdak yet, which was the character that uh, got away. Mm-hmm. Everyone on the ship seems 
very scared of him. He's not the grand heroic leader we all assumed he was. He's actually kind of a cruel asshole yep. living out his fantasy in the game, which, I mean, whatever, dude, do what you want. It's just a game. Or is it? Exactly. Sorry, I bumped the mic with my glasses because I was being dramatic. It's okay. I didn't hear a thing. <laughs> okay, good. So the next day, he's watching Nanette drink her latte. He's got a little crush on her. Like, whatever. She's cute. I would have a crush on her, too, probably. And then one of the coworkers is telling her, like, you should stay away from Daly. Like, he's harmless, but he's kind of creepy. Like, he likes to stare a lot. Yep. Shania. Yeah. Who walks up talking on her phone. And I think the first couple times we're introduced to her in the office, that's what she's like. She's just babbling away mm-hmm. on her phone constantly. Yeah. I didn't think people did that anymore. Usually they're just madly texting. Some people like talk on the phone. I don't know who they are, but I probably don't want to be friends with them. I would talk on the phone, but nobody wants to talk on the phone. So I've just succumbed to texting. You but always, I get it. You call me a lot, though. I get, well, you know, if I have to say something, yeah. it's easier to say than text. <laughs> let's, let's, let's be honest. Let's be honest. See, I just, I like talking on the phone to very specific people. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I like how you just assume you're included. <laughs> I'm just well, kidding. you answer the phone, so I must be. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Besides my parents. Brad, I talk to you. Ashley. Nick used to call me when he would drive home from work. Yeah, because texting and driving is not safe. Exactly. I mean, talking on the phone and driving isn't really either, but it's better than texting. Well, if you're hands-free, like most, well, I think Chicago, I think all of Illinois now is hands-free, so, which is where we're from. But uh, if you're hands-free, you can pay more attention to the road when you're not. Mm-hmm. fondling a phone in your hand i don't know i don't drive so i will never you will never know this i will never problem. know this unless i she just talks on the phone while she's passengering yeah texting and passengering it's and very I have dangerous to turn down the radio and i have to make it all quiet for her <laughs> she's never talked, ever talked on the phone yeah you've never talked on the phone in my car vigorously texting is my style anyway when nanette leaves the office he steals her coffee lid out of the trash and we're like not creepy at all yeah totally normal what thing. the hell dude rubber gloves the whole bit man yeah like he's practiced in this art of stealing coffee lids yeah. or other pieces of putting it in an evidence things. bag yeah so he goes home and he swabs the lid and puts it on a petri dish to copy her dna into his computer he's got a cool little box thing and mm-hmm. it uh scans it i think it was like what 36 hours or something yeah it was, it was a really long, long time, time. So he was just like, well, okay, I guess I'll go to bed while it's assimilating, which is what the bar was saying. Yep. <laughs> and then wake up the next morning and go to work while it's still, still going. Still assimilating. And then, so he just goes about his day, but then we see the screen. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> ticking down. Uh, ticking down. 96%. And then all of a sudden it gets to 100%. And then at that moment, Nanette opens her eyes. And she's got, like, so much makeup on, and her hair is just big and poofy. Yep. And she's got this little blue outfit on. Yep. It's very, very cute. Very Star Trek-y, very but, Star you know, not, not ripping it off. Yeah. 60s-style Star Trek, kind of. Yeah. The um, short skirt, the whole deal. Yeah. Big old boots. Boots. Not boobs, in case anybody misheard <laughs> that. Boots. Boots. <laughs> she kind of starts freaking out. I mean... Yep. It's pretty weird, so. Yeah, which brings me to my thing, which yeah. I'm sure we'll find in other things we'll discuss in the future, but I think it's interesting that they went the route of, so he was using saliva. Mm-hmm. So he's using her DNA from the saliva. And I know in a, in a movie I would like to discuss in the future, you're going to have this same situation, but I think it's funny. She's kind of, 
I, I suppose you could say she's a clone, even though she's only, as we know now, a digital copy of this person. Mm-hmm. But to think that all of your memories exist in your DNA, because she knows who she is. She knows everything up to the point of this, which is strange to her. And she has all her previous memories. Mm-hmm. All from a cell found in saliva, mm-hmm. which I find interesting. We could probably talk about that for hours. <laughs> the science base of that, yeah, just it's, it's just weird. And there's other like I know, like multiplicity, it's the same mm-hmm. thing. You know, they the the clone in that movie, which I hope at one time we'll talk we will about. Do that but at some point, yes. he uh, he he knows everything up to the point of being cloned. Yeah, but in that, you might say that you know they could have taken. A, a brain cell or something because it was a procedure mm-hmm. and maybe that's how he has those memories uh but in this one it's just saliva i think they get away with that stuff because it's supposed to be like in the future but not too far in the future so that he could have potentially developed this device that is capable of you know doing copying a person with their memories included yeah, but you know, there's other shows, which I'm sure we'll talk about, none come to mind, where you have to have a brain scan. You Basically, they yeah. they image your brain activity and, and pull the blueprint down, mm-hmm. and that's how you get into the computer. There was a recent movie about putting your brain into a computer, which I can't remember the name of off the top of my head, but it was the same, you know, you had to basically take a digital image of the brain right. in the computer. Well, maybe it's because everybody has conceivably uh, clock or what is the word they've plugged into this game before so uh, maybe something i that's probably yeah so maybe. maybe because she's like she works for the company she's obviously played the game for she's a big fan right so maybe because she's in the game in a way already it was just it was assimilating with image. her image already that's, and yeah. just used that to pull her into as this like kind of not complete that physical but like this digital being right and then the reason existence. that she wouldn't know anything post that is because his game is not part of the online it's right. his own home server yes he's on his own home server because if because it's a rogue code it's modded and that's not allowed in the infinity servers so and if it was online then it would get deleted immediately right so so yeah hey, that's a pretty interesting uh i just came up with that theory as you were talking because i didn't really think about the saliva thing so yeah that's a, that that would make sense if they were you know with the way they connect that you might have that mm-hmm. sort of a mapping happening yeah I mean, it plugs in right into your temple, so. And then, well, when we get to it later, I'll talk about the other thing then. Yeah. Now that you've just put in my head. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm so smart. <laughs> my theories. <laughs> Are spotless. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, she's all freaking out and scared, and she runs into the cockpit, and everyone's just kind of chilling. They're drinking some weird concoctions yep. that they've made. The lights are sort of not as bright. Yeah. But it's lit. It's just not it's as showy. Lit. Not as showy. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was lit. <laughs> Walton's very lit because he's drinking some crazy drinks. And they're just like, hey, have a drink, whatever. And she's like, no, what the hell's going on, guys? You have to tell me. Can we say bold move putting a bar on the bridge? I'm just saying. And it was fully mm-hmm. stocked. It was fully stocked. At least he gave him that much. Yep. Anyway, so yeah. So now we realize that he's copying the people he knows and they are a completely separate likeness from the real world person and they are also um they're not programs they're not programs they're not a likeness right they are they are a separate entity yeah and they are the consciousness of the person that he copied exactly and it's very creepy to think that they're just like existing whenever he's not playing 
it creeps me out. Yeah. I mean, I guess and I was thinking about that, too. Like, I guess, you know, whenever you're not playing an MMORPG, it's still existing and people are still playing. Yep. And the server's still running. The server's still run- server is still running. God, I can't say words. I can never say words, which is bad on a podcast. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you're better at the typed word. I, I am. That's Written true. Word. That's why I'm reading. I should just stick to reading my typed words instead of ad-libbing my typed words. Doesn't work all the time. <laughs> uh, Walton says Space Fleet is a quote-unquote bubble universe ruled by an asshole god. Yep. Which I thought was funny. It's online, separated from the main game, so the code isn't deleted. I kind of explain. I kind of explained that already. We're stuck in Daly's playground, and that's all you need to know. She's like, "This and has this- to be a dream," and he says, "More like an eternal waking nightmare from which you cannot escape." Yep. And they basically, everybody's telling her, just play along and life will be better for you. Mm-hmm. She tries to escape when Daly shows up or she, they get the, the lights start flashing and they know that Daly's coming so they can kind of get into position. Um, and then she tries to run away, but then she's teleported back to the cockpit by Daly. And he's all like, hey, how's it going? And she's like, and she tells him to go fuck himself, basically. Yep. And after that, he does, he kind of exerts his power in a very horrifying way. Yes. He makes her face go bye-bye. Yep. Face off. Face off. <laughs> Pre-character face creation mode. Uh, it's just the mold. Just the, just the head spot. Just the head spot, not even the clay. It's just blank. So she can, she's still alive, but she can't breathe or see or hear any, whatever. It yeah, just sounds and he horrifying. very creepily tells her that she won't die, but she'll be suffocating and all this fun stuff while he's telling yeah. her she needs to get in line. And he says, no one dies in here unless I want them to. It's great, huh? I'm making a lot of weird faces because I'm so creeped out by him. Yeah, um, he, he definitely turns into, a, what's a, that saying, um, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Yes. A definite, definite, definite portrayal yeah. of that in this world. I just don't understand why. I feel like if I was in a similar position, that would give me so much confidence in the real world. Maybe not to be an asshole, but... I feel like I would be able to stand up to people if I was like practicing on talking to them normal, like, you know. But no, because he, he can do things there that he can't do anywhere else. You know, yeah. out in the real world, you pull that uh, thread and you could get beat up or hurt or, you know, there's so many things that would not go your way. Yeah, I suppose. The reason he's that way in that world is because he's indestructible in that world. Yeah. I mean, I just wouldn't be mean to people and I would just use it as a way to practice <laughs> my confidence my life <laughs> yeah makes sense <laughs> but i also wouldn't like leave them on the ship to just like so your game away. would just be a real life simulator where you try to get over <laughs> it would be your... the sims or second life <laughs> <laughs> wow hopefully with you know i bet that would help since you brought anxiety. up second life less porn sh- places yeah <laughs> second life is lit man i don't know what you're talking about i used to play that a lot it was fun i've been in second life all of three times I used to play it with my friend Ashley. We would we spent a whole summer playing Second Life. Even though we lived like 10 minutes away, we chose to play on Second Life instead. Air quotes playing. Because <laughs> there's really nothing to do. And it's not, it was fun. It's like a, we would go to parties and we would change our outfits and, you know, wear pizzas on our bodies, <laughs> as you do. Okay. It was fun. I get it. And you could fly. And I could fly. <laughs> anyway, Nanette finally agrees to play by the rules. Yep. And they go on a planet side mission against that enemy guy. I wouldn't say she agreed as much as she looked. Uh, sh- and it was a sheer terror 
that she was going to do what he said. Mm-hmm. And probably a very funny line. He's asking her to scan for Valdek's uh, signatures, and he's like, well, come on, come on, come on. And she's like looking at this control panel with all these buttons, <laughs> yeah. and she doesn't know what to do. And, uh, oh, what was her name again? Uh, uh, um, Shania. Yeah, uh, Lydia, probably. or not Lydia. Just, her just, last name is... Just push any button, oh, yeah, <laughs> and Shania. it'll do your thing. <laughs> Um, so she's just like, beep, beep, boop, boop, blop, bleep, bleep. Yep. That's what I would do. Luckily, so, yeah. they're in a game where it's all realistic, so it did it for her. All the bleeps, the bloops, and the blops. Well, if I was in the game, I would go bleep, blop, bloop, blop, bleep. <laughs> like she does in real life. <laughs> Isn't that how you work? When you're on the computer, you go bloop, 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 bloop. No, I make, like, rocket sounds. Oh, okay. Um, so they discover that, what's his face, is planet side. So they go, he brings Nanette along for her first big mission. A big scary monster shows up, and in the middle of their fight, they hear like a doorbell type sound. So Daly pauses the game because his pizza has arrived. (laughs) And his NPC just sort of stands in there, uh, lifeless. Yeah, and my favorite part is the fact that they go and say hi to the big monster, whose name is Jillian from Marketing. Yep. Because, you know. (laughs) And now you realize that everybody, every creature in this game is somebody from his life. And like they're friends. Somebody that pissed him off in his life. Yeah, Walton was uh, hanging out with her, talking to her, asking how things were going, mm-hmm. you know, sort of catching up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we kind of find out that Daly turned her into that gross creature because uh, she wouldn't play along when she originally popped into the game. Yep. So Nanette got off pretty easy, I think because he had a crush on her. Yeah, I think he did too. Um, Wouldn't you have a crush on somebody that fanboyed about you? Well, yeah. Or fangirled? Yeah. I don't want to leave people out. Well, depends. Because I am a girl, so I get creepy fanboys sometimes. Eh, it happens. <laughs> I don't get crushes on those people. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> They're not fanning about you. They're fanning about your clones. All of my clones all over the world. So the cool thing, whenever you pause a regular game mm-hmm. in like on your, you're playing a video game, usually when you put it on pause, you sort of see the screen dim a little bit and this happens in their world. Like it, be, the colors become less brilliant mm-hmm. and uh, it's like, you know that like it's on the pause screen, which I thought was a neat little throwback to gaming for when he's not in it that uh-huh. it, that it's you know that's happening so when he leaves the bridge you know it becomes less bright less colorful and it dims yep. down and when he paused it sort of did the same mm-hmm. thing but Nanette's like kind of creeping around his lifeless body and looking at his controller thing that he has in his hand which kind of looks like a phone i guess but it's some sort of controller or a tricorder what'd you say or a tricorder what's a tricorder it's something from star trek oh see i'm not a big star trek person even though i pretended to be at the beginning it's okay my favorite one is the whale one. The movie? The Voyage Home? Yes, that's the only Star Trek that I have really seen slash liked. And I bet you like the ship a lot. Do I like the ship? I don't know. I remember. don't think you do. I just like when they go to America and it's hilarious. It is hilarious. <laughs> Spock <laughs> I just wins like that. the idea of saving whales. It's just very wholesome. And then, yeah, nuclear whistles. It's good times. Yep, it was very good times. It's a good movie. That book was really interesting. Because <laughs> there is one. Interesting. But we're not talking about this, so let's move anyway, on. Anyway, so Daly comes back after getting his pizza. They take, you know, they defeat their enemy and take him onto the break because Daly will not kill him because it's a wholesome game and that's against Space Fleet Code and blah, blah, blah. Yep. Dumb bullshit. They go back to the ship and all the girls kiss him except Nanette and said she slaps him. Yep. <laughs> like, after you saw that giant bug person, like, I would probably just be like, okay, I'm just going to go along with this because I don't want to be a giant creepy bug. But she's still, you know, it's been a day, Stephanie. Know, you just can't rewrite your whole being in a I day. I understand. I understand. 
God, he puts I the just, lotion on the skin or gets the hose again. You know how many times <laughs> he had to say that for that to be the thing? I'm just too much self-preservation to... <laughs> I'm a rule follower, even if they're uh, terrible rules. <laughs> Stephanie caves really easily, apparently. <laughs> no, I just have self-preservation. I don't want to die or get turned into a giant space bug. Yeah, well, okay. Or have my face disappear. Yeah, that would not be pleasant, I, I would mean, assume. After that moment, I'd be like, okay, I will do whatever you say. I'm sorry. But she still has hope that she can get out of it. Yes. You see, here's the thing. Hope. None of them know, I don't think, I don't think any of them know that they're a copy. They yeah, somehow- they do. Do they know they're yeah, a copy? Yeah, because Walton talks about it later. That's just... Oh, because... Because of his son. That's right, because the two of them, uh, it was just him. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's right. We'll get to it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're about to get a little blue here, folks. Um, <laughs> Spoilers! Uh, so, after... So, he shows Nanette Mercy, and then he disappears and goes to eat his pizza and go to bed. Um, we get kind of a funny part where we realize that he has programmed the game so that nobody has genitals. Yep, that was a good scene. They just, like, he starts, Walton starts to pull his pants out, and she's like, no, 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 I don't want to look at it. And then Total it's like, Ken doll. it's just a Ken doll. Actually, yeah. he's even less than a Ken doll. Yeah, less, he, he's just flat. Yeah, he doesn't have the fake underwear embossing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's and like, he, we've and tried. And he just starts beating on it. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. Scene. He's like, we've tried grinding our mounds together out of sheer boredom, but there's no sensation down there. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, and like, the blue girl is just like, uh, I miss taking shit. <laughs> <laughs> no plumbing whatsoever. Uh-huh. And then Nanette says the greatest line of the whole episode, which is, this is why I'm saying I was going to get a little blue here. Okay. Um, Stealing my pussy is a red fucking flag. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so after that, she See, is This gung- is why she wouldn't kiss him. Yes, Stephanie. I understand. I would, if I, okay, anyway, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> Yes, I understand her gung-ho-ness now. So she's like convinced that they can find a way out of there because he's still a fallible human being. He's got to have a mistake somewhere. Yeah, he, he He's had, just a human coder. He had to write code wrong somewhere. Yeah. So she hacks into the code to send a message to the outside and she decides to contact herself in the real world. Yeah, she hacks into the code that they all tried pointless you can't do it we've tried it you, there's no she way does it in five blah, blah, blah. yeah she like does it almost immediately <laughs> probably because of her fangirling of this guy in the real world uh how about just because of her skill as a coder why does he have to do with it because she studied his code like his code is the greatest mm. she had ever seen then she just wanted to meet him because it was the you know she, I, you, if you're gonna fan but she's still a coder yeah, she still a, has the skills she okay yeah that's she why has she was skills, hired but she probably also studied his code a lot which gave her some insight into where he might make mistakes true whereas the other people who are also coders didn't know like the the not the helms guy uh the other guy yeah he he's he's a coder as we find out mm-hmm. he's doing the updates and he couldn't figure a way out of it yeah but he was really bad at, at it because he was really slow and not really doing his job. Well, you know, sometimes the music takes more priority in your life. <laughs> the music, the podcasts. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, Nanette's amazing, and she's a female coder, and she figured out the flaw. Yep. The end. And what did she do? Um, she sends herself a message, and so Nanette, real world Nanette gets a message on her phone, and it's from Daily about people trapped in a game. No. And, yeah. It was an invite to the game. That's way later. No, no, no. That was the first thing. And this is the message. It's in the message. Oh, is it? Yeah. But it's also an invite. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm getting to. <laughs> it was a weird invite. A personalized yes. invite, one might say. 
And he says, and so she goes and asks Daly if he invited her to the game and asks him about the content of the message. And he said, it's probably, he keeps like super cool. Like, he was like, oh, it's probably just spam, whatever. Just delete yeah. it. You didn't, you didn't click up the your, link, did you? Up your security code, up your security stuff, whatever. Typical coder. Pissed. She was pissed in the real world? Mm-mm. I don't recall. Oh, he was. He's pissed. Oh, yeah. He goes home immediately and shows up in the game way earlier than usual, and everyone's like, oh, shit. Um, and her name's Lowry. I, that's, it's Shania, but it's Lowry on the ship. I wrote it down here. Anyway, Lowry. Lowry. Just Lowry. He goes and starts yelling Sorry, at Nanette, no. and then she entered, and then Lowry interjects to try to save her. So you mean Lowry? I'm going to bad boys that the whole time. I don't right? understand. I don't understand this reference. The bit, you've never seen Bad Boys? I did, but like when it came out a yeah, million years whenever ago. Whenever you would say Lowry, you'd be like, Lowry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Shania interjects <laughs> and to try to save her, but he turns into a horrible space bug. And this is kind of a little funny thing, but when they're like ushering her to the brig, she kind of bangs her head on the door frame. Yeah, she's well, she's not used bug. to being that big, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. That is pretty good. So Can I say lack of creativity on his part. He made two of the same bug. Yeah. Well, I don't boring. think there's really any other kinds of bug in the game. Well, it's, you know, it's, well, he's the coder. He could have made another type of bug. Nobody wants it to keep it uh, true to the content, true uh, to the okay. show. I get where you're going from. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It would be like if you made a Firefly game and you just had a bunch of Reavers. True. Ew, why would you want to make a Reaver? That would be really bad. It would be bad. Especially compared to the like hot lady. Well, his show's wholesome and family-like. Uh, Firefly would not be wholesome or family-like. True, there's lots of sex workers on that show. Exactly. Or companions, as they're companions. termed. There's regular sex workers, too. Anyway, <laughs> so many tangents. Tangent palooza. So Nanette spots Nanette on the ship after Daly leaves. She spots the update patch, a.k.a. a wormhole, while she's having a sad moment looking out the window. So she gets the idea to fly into the wormhole so they would get deleted. When they enter the online mode, aka they will die and be free. Right. Well, not the well. They enter the internet. Yeah. They that enter was the her internet. plan. They yeah. would go into the internet and therefore would cease to exist. And their rogue codes, they would get deleted immediately. But they need a way to pilot the ship. So since Daly has full control all the time, everyone's on board but Walton. And because once, when a, a little bit after Walton was transported into the game, real Walton brought his six-year-old son to work. And as a way to get Walton to behave when it was just the two of them on the ship, he stole his son's lollipop. Well, his son left it behind on the table. Well, he still stole it. (laughs) Yeah, he took it, yeah. (laughs) He stole the lollipop and used it to copy his son's DNA into the game. And in order to teach him a lesson, he made Walton watch his son get pulled into space from the airlock, which is pretty horrifying. Yes, and uh, Walton gives credit to him in the sense that the game is so very realistic that when his son got pulled into the vacuum of space, he froze immediately and cracked and blew up and and how horrifying it was for him to witness that. Yeah, and he and Walton daily threatened to do it over and over again and kill him in probably fun new ways every time Walton misbehaved. So Unless, yeah, unless he f- followed the rules. Yeah, so even though he's not on board, they still somehow decide to go through with it. I can't remember. I didn't write that down. But maybe, th- did they convince him eventually? I, um, yeah, I think eventually they did convince him when, when the plan was more set in motion, like what had to be done for oh, this right. all to go down. with the blackmailing real Nanette and all that good stuff so yeah they have this plan where they're gonna 
blackmail real Nanette with um, her scandalous photos that she has in the cloud to get her to do what they want. That I should have deleted a long time ago. <laughs> We've all been there, girlfriend. It's fine. I have absolutely zero scandalous photos in the cloud of me. I have zero scandalous photos in the cloud because my phone is not. So we have all not done this, this, madam. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> More like we've all been there on our iPhones. Yep. <laughs> Maybe not the cloud. In our in our local in our smartphones. Don't have them there either. Well, excuse me. Some of us are more scandalous than others, I guess. Unless me taking a picture of my hairdos as I'm goofing around with no shirt on is scandalous. But usually you just see my naked shoulders. Oh, God. I know. Jesus. 1800s, I would have been burned as a witch. (laughs) But going forward. (laughs) It's true. I can't even show my wrist. So they, uh, because she knows her password. Yes. So they have to do a bunch of stuff. They have to get. Daily's little communicator thing, communicator guy. His link to the outside world. His link to the outside world. Yeah, so they can access her, her cloud. Blah blah blah. So Daily shows up to the game, and that suggests she and Daily follow a distress call on the surface. She is like hamming it up. Yep. Like a mofo. Yep. To get him to go with her. I felt like they were back in the seventies or sixties whenever the original Star Trek was on. I believed it a hundred percent. Yeah. Um. He falls for it very easily because he has a crush on her still. Um. And while they're walking around, there's a big old body of water. So she just starts getting undressed, despite her mound. <laughs> Which is a lot of, just a little bit more scandalous sounding on a girl. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I don't understand why he would have fought. Like, there was no. Her blank slate. <laughs> despite there was her no blank possibility slate. of anything other than time with her. If they don't her. have genitalia, why do they still have boobs? They're probably just mounds as well. Just aesthetic purposes? Yeah. Anyway. We never saw a topless person. That's true. I'm sure they were just they as They probably didn't have nipples. Yeah, exactly. No nips. No tips. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean, either. but I did it. I was thinking about male genitalia when you mm-hmm. said tips. Yep. I was too, which is why I don't know why I did it. <laughs> How about no nips, no quips? Ooh, hey. Sure. Anyway. There's Usually. a big body of water, and she starts getting undressed. Yep. With her blank slates underneath her swimsuit, or her she, whatever. Well, come on, she was wearing her sports bra and panties. It was cute. It was a cute outfit. I wonder if they were me undies. Do they have <laughs> me undies in space, fleet? Hey, hey, it's probably he not kinetically accurate to have me undies on. <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably though 100% pure cotton. Uh huh. Oh no, sorry. Wait, 60s polyester. Yeah. All the way or rayon. Yeah, that sounds uncomfortable. Probably was. Probably a lot of people are just getting naked all the time, taking off their uncomfortable garments. Yeah. These clothes are horrible. <laughs> They're so itchy. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> they so he's very awkward as she's undressing, but he eventually gives in. And when he gets into the water, the crew on the ship phase his little device back to the ship. You can say transport. I like phase better. Okay, phase. Isn't that more Star Trekky? No transport. What's phase? Somebody phases things into existence. I've never heard that before. Well, yeah, phasers kill people or stun them. Oh, I just like the word phase. Fine. They transport his device onto the no, ship. No, you could phase through things, like That's people that walk through walls, yeah. phase through them. Because but they, they were make transporting them. Disappear. They were transporting him, just like on the fly. Let's go. Stop mansplaining phase to me, Brad. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Dumb. Uh, I'm just kidding. Anyway, 
wow, we can't get through this one paragraph, can we? <laughs> nope, not at all. The debate about phase slash transporter. It's, it's a question plus that's the, been... Plus the tips, nips part, anyway. Hey, wow. We didn't have to go back there, did we? <laughs> we always have to go there. Ooh, hey. <laughs> um, so, so while Nanette's distracting him, they contact the real Nanette to blackmail her about her scandalous photos. So they tell her what to do while Daly's in the game. So she leaves. In- okay. Oh, this is the other notable thing that's happening is it's Christmas Eve. Everyone's leaving and they're off for 10 days. Keep that in mind. Cool. Because I want to work for there. my later comments. Anyway, I totally want to work there. Get 10 days off I for vacation like, in the holidays. How can you give people 10 days off when you're an IT cup? Like when you have IT shit to do. You're just that good. Okay. I'm sure they got people that they call in for keeping the servers up. Yeah. But they're not doing any coding and whatnot there. Mm hmm. So Nanette and Daly are splashing around in the tub, or not the tub, <laughs> the body of water. The very large lake tub. <laughs> um, and Don't then, you wish you had a lake tub? <laughs> meanwhile, real Nanette is sneaking over to Daly's apartment, and she orders a pizza for him. And when his doorbell rings, he gets out of the water and goes to get the pizza. And while Daly is going to get the pizza, real Nanette sneaks into his apartment and steals all the DNA items from oh that was the condition was if they could get nanette to steal get the lollipop so that daily could never put walton's son into the game he was on board he was on board exactly that's what it was thank you um so she gets all the items she gets all the stuff from his fridge and then she also switches out his little game device with a faulty one well just a dead one a dead one yeah um and then runs out of the of his apartment and then as soon as Daly gets his pizza, he's kind of an asshole to the pizza guy, and then he puts his do not disturb sign up on the front of his door. Well, it's because he got told that if he got it there in under 15 minutes that he would get a $30 mm-hmm. tip or something. And hey, as someone who had to work holidays this past year, that would have been nice. Yeah, yeah true. Okay. Daly's an asshole. It's really Nanette's fault, though, for making a promise that she knew was never going to happen. Is it Nanette? What? Is her name Nanette? Nanette. What did Nanette do? Well, she probably had to make the call for the pizza. Yeah, she did. She does make the call for the pizza. And so That's he, what I said. She ordered him the pizza to so yeah. get him out of the game. And then she said that if you get it there in this Blase skip time, you'll get a 30, there'll be 30 bucks in it No, I think you. that was just the pizza place's rule. That seems like a weird, no. Yeah, it must be. It can't, yeah. If we get your pizza here in time, you're going to give my guy a $30 tip? Oh, I get it. Because they wanted her to, they wanted him to get there immediately so that they yeah. could. Okay, I get it now. Yeah, and then have him hassle him for the yeah. tip he was promised and all that. Anything to stall him more stall, and more. Exactly. Gotcha. Thus the dead, whatever, temple uh-huh. connect link thingy. So yeah, while he's gone to get the pizza, Nanette... Takes everything out of the fridge. I already said that. While saying to herself, why am I doing this? Yeah. And um, I'm talking... Nanette in the game is what I was going for. Oh, yes. <laughs> She That's gets, why I said real Nanette and then Nanette. They beam her up and they start booking for the wormhole. Yes. And Daly's trying to log back in, but his device is dead. And so then he has to open a new one and it doesn't really delay him that much. But he still comes back and realizes Nanette's gone. So you have to, to get to the wormhole, they either have to go around it, but they'll never make it in time. Or they have to go through an asteroid belt, which is a very stereotypical space show trope. Um, yep, if C-3PO was in here, he'd be saying the odds. Yeah. And Daly is now hard on their trail. Uh, he got some little ship on the That's what she said. Side. <laughs> hard on their trail. <laughs> okay, Brad. <laughs> when they're just about out of, well, when they are out of the asteroid field, they take a really hard hit 
and lose all their engine power. So they need someone to go into the jet to actually fix it manually, but whoever does that's going to get burned without actually dying. Yep. So cool Walton's world, like, bro. eh, I ain't got nothing to lose. So he goes back there and he has a talk with Walton or with Daly. Well, he doesn't say I have nothing to lose. They're trying to figure out who's I mean, going to go do it. And no, he's I know. Like, I'm just saying in general. He probably feels it. like he has nothing to lose because he's not even real. Well, he's on so. board now. They had Tommy's DNA. I know. They had their confirmation. I know. It's awesome. Yeah. So he has nothing to lose. So he just the, goes to do it. Because the signal that she completed the mission successfully was her hitting the button to accept the invitation that was sent earlier. I don't remember that part. Yeah, the, uh, so she's like, that's, that's, that's the sign. She pulled out her phone and opened mm-hmm. up that email that was the invitation into the game. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And hit the okay. button, and then in the game, they got confirmation back that she had done that, because obviously she coded it to be some sort of communication between the two, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So they're flying, so Walton is given daily the business, tries to do a fake, he kind of apologizes, but then he's like, eh, whatever. I don't actually, like, fuck you, basically. Yep. And then he gets the spaceship working again, and everyone's flying into the wormhole, and they're going, I hope we are going to die, which is kind of funny. Yep. They make it through, and it's very hilarious as they do. They're all screaming dramatically, and the camera's shaking, and everyone's getting stretched out, and it's just silly. Yeah, it was great. But then... So Doctor Who-ish. Yeah. But then they don't die. They're back to normal. They have jumpsuits on. Yep. She's more, not blue anymore. More modern clothing in their normal looks. Basically, the mod is gone. Exactly. They didn't get erased. Now they're in the cloud. They have their whole body back, most importantly. <laughs> <laughs> they did. That's right. They do check. Uh-huh. <laughs> Daily does not make it through the wormhole, so he is stuck in his game, and everything around him is being deleted. He can't exit his game, so he's basically just trapped there, and... He can't, so he can't exit. He's trapped in his chair. He has a do not disturb sign on his door. No yep. one's going to come to the office for 10 days. No yep. one's going to notice he's gone. Yep. He's just going to die. From starvation? Starvation. Dehydration. Why did the game... That's the one thing that confused me. And I was, when I was going to watch it again, I was going to try to figure that out. Uh, but uh, I fell asleep because I was tired and it was late. I was trying to figure out you? why... Well, you know, <laughs> it's been a long weekend. Um, I was trying to figure out why that, uh, when they left the game, why it just started deleting all by itself. I didn't, I didn't understand what that was about. Because I think the update patch fixed the fact that he wasn't out of the cloud. Oh, and I think it, it ruined was, his mod. It ruined his mod. So gotcha. he was part of the internet again. So it just started deleting everything because it was a rogue code. That makes sense. Good call. Yep. Kretz. Thanks. Sometimes I use my brain. Thank the gods. <laughs> um, back in the game, they're out in the real world with all the other players, and Gamer691 wants to talk to them, and it's Aaron Paul's voice, which is very fun. Oh, I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, that's I was like, a Breaking Bad reunion at the end. Very nice. Jesse. Um, even though Todd sucks. I hate Todd. And he wants to trade. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, a real person, oh my god. They're like so excited to talk to him, and he's just like, you got anything to trade? <laughs> Why are you bitches hailing me then <laughs> get out of here or i'll blow you up yep that and then it kind of funny. ends on him being like that's right you run away yeah you better run king of space right here yep like, oh jesse you're so cute so gamer uh-huh and then we're done with the episode we are well yeah the end and it, they fly into hyperspace yep 
It was a, uh, it was great. Mm-hmm. So, you answered my other question. That was the thing I was wondering. Oh, about um, how Wyatt started deleting. Mm-hmm. See, he was a coder. He made a mistake. So, my other thing that I was thinking about when I rewatched this episode was what happens to the people in the real world after this. Like, so Daly's gonna be dead. There will likely someone will basically find his body, probably eventually. And Nanette was in there right before he died. She was not wearing any gloves. Her fingerprints are going to be everywhere. Ooh. She's going to be screwed. <laughs> but there was no foul play. No. He's going to be sitting in that chair with that thing on his temple. True. The other question is, how long does that last? Like, what's the battery life on one of those things? Is it a possibility that he wouldn't be knocked out for 10 days? Like, maybe when the power died on it, that would remove him from the state it puts him in? I don't know. Is it one of those things where if you die in the game, you die in real life? We'll never know. Unless they do another episode that explains yeah. that, which they never will do because I don't they don't explain to. things in the Twilight Zone and they're no. not going to explain things in Black Mirror. Yeah, I mean, maybe Nanette wouldn't get tried for murder or whatever, but she'd probably be questioned. Yeah, why were you there? That would be very creepy. Yeah, I wonder what she's going to do with all the DNA. Maybe she just threw it out or burned it or something. Yeah, she just had to get it. Just random things, I wonder. Well, those are weird random things to wonder. <laughs> what's, um, what's the effect of all of this in the life that doesn't exist after this show <laughs> in my fan fiction i'm going to write about the days following the accidental deletion of the modded game i have to come up with this the uh, events of a uh, series of events that are going to occur in order to make this more realistic because my fan fiction obviously is going to go on for months and months and months on my blog of space fleet <laughs> The after story. Good, I can't wait to read it, Brad. <laughs> um, I was, I was being you in that moment. Oh, <laughs> sorry, should I have done a voice? I need to figure out the. <laughs> I don't sound like that. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> um, here's a question for you. Yes. What game universe would you make to live in? Ooh, hey. That's... I meant not maybe not game specifically, but like what universe of. Show, movie, genre, whatever the hell you want to pick, would you want to live well, in? I do like sci-fi, so I'd probably do something sci-fi-ish. Yeah. I don't think I would go like space travel, Star Trek route or anything like yeah. that. But I would definitely want there to be some cool sci-fi stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Anything specific? No. Just general sci-fi? General sci-fi. You know, cool robots and whatnot and things like that. Probably a Star Trek style world where there's no really... No currency, mm-hmm. uh, but it's sort of a, you do things because you want to do things for the betterment of the race slash races. Yeah. I think I would want to do, I think I would do Firefly. I just want to, I feel like this is something like Nick and I talk about all the time where we're like, I wish we could just find a spaceship and just like all live in a giant spaceship together and just go on adventures. I know, but I'm sp- speaking of a specific universe. That'd be cool. You just so, want to be a space pirate, don't you? I do want to be a space pirate. But I also just want to live in a spaceship with all my friends. Now, would you be a Tam or would you be a uh, Kaylee? Uh, <laughs> I was going to say I'll be Inara. Ooh, hey. <laughs> wow. I don't have a Get mind a for engines. I have other skills. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I could just be really pretty all the time. and Wear pretty gowns and... And be eloquent. Be very eloquent and have a cool room. With some scruffy looking guy making fun of you all the time. That's fine. That's that's you, basically. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, hi, Sookie. I just want her to meow so bad. She's like, oh, 
I'm going to talk to you 24-7, except when you're making a podcast and no one will hear me. Well, she's very kind in that respect. I know, but she's so cute. So. Oh, there we go. There it is. (laughs) Yeah, you want to come here? (laughs) She does not sound happy. Say hi to the masses. Yeah. How are you? Hi, baby. What do you want to say to the world? Okay. (laughs) That was Sookie's opinion of Black Mirror. I don't think she liked the show at all. No, she was creeped out by it. She's like, there's no cats in this world? (laughs) How can you have a space adventure without a cat running it? Right. Because that's what cats do. They run humans' lives. Exactly. So I did a little bit of analysis of this episode. Okay. I just started writing about it Mm -hmm. um, after reading some articles. And I think that this episode is a really good example of toxic fandom and toxic masculinity, which ruins the party again. Okay. Um, Because I think that... Extreme fans of things believe that they that because they're such super fans of something, they deserve the right to have a, a say in the content that's made. And I think Daly took this to the most extreme level possible. He became the game, basically, and made the narrative fit his intentions rather than giving his crew members any agency. Okay. Um, and then where the toxic man- masculinity comes into full effect is that Daly is like a different kind of gross dude. Like, you kind of think he's like, oh, he's just a harmless nerd, but he's actually like this power hungry dude and like even though he didn't make this world to have sex with a bunch of hot ladies he does i mean he granted he does still make him make them kiss him with uh, no tongue he did it for <laughs> he did it for the power he had over these people rather than this like sex or whatever well he probably became you know the absolute power corrupts absolutely yeah and exactly I think like we already talked about initially he was uh i think initially he was his way to try to get back at Walton because Walton mm-hmm. in in yeah he feels slighted in this world in so the he, flesh side was very mean to him right so he took this power in this fake world he created and it's just very to turn the tables it's very crazy and I think once he felt that he wanted more because mm-hmm. it was he as Walton said it was just the two of them for the longest time mm-hmm. so yeah I think it was a his way to get back at Walton right without getting back at Walton and putting infinity in danger mm-hmm. but you know have that release because when he was angry he wanted he went in there he did and it was to blow off that steam that he couldn't blow off in the real world mm-hmm. very creepy daily's creepy yeah very yeah but yeah not, not what you would have expected also i love nerds i just don't like that nerd well you can't like them all no not all nerds are good nerds anything else i don't think so that's awesome you have anything else to add? I really don't. I think I threw it all in there while we mm-hmm. were discussing the show. And, and you enjoy this episode, right? I did enjoy this episode. Cool. Mostly I had the wrong feeling of what it was going to be from the get-go. Yeah. I mean, that's what I, I feel like everybody did when they first watched it. Because I remember going like, oh, this poor guy, like, he's just trying to live his life. And he just wants, everyone's mean to him. And then you're like, oh. Yeah. And initially, up until <laughs> the point where he brings her in, you know, it could be he just made avatars that look like these people because they're in his real life and yeah. it's his way to blow off steam. But turns out they're not just avatars of those people. Yeah. It could have gone so differently. It could have been like, he could have even like copied them into the game just to like have friends. But he took it to such a terrible level of him being getting retribution. This like asshole god over them instead of like just, you know, living out this fun yeah you know fake world that he created like i feel like if i yeah was like i'm gonna live in the firefly world for a while and like do that after work 
Like, that would be so much fun. I don't want to be angry in it. I would just be so excited to be on a spaceship with my friends. Yeah, well, you could have done that by just having a server that they would all log into themselves. But they wouldn't because they hate him. Yeah, see? <laughs> well, they think he's weird. They think he's weird and creepy. And he is. <laughs> he, is he is creepy, yes. He killed a kid. He it was had, a fake kid, but it was still a kid. Well, it's, he had some social awkwardness things, probably. That made him unapproachable and and then his then dealing with Walton because in the real world, you know, Daly's not the jerk. Walton's the jerk. Mm -hmm. And then he just But he's not really a jerk either. He's just kind of a douchey CEO. Screaming at him all the time. It's they're supposed to be partners and he was constantly belittling him. Right. And it seems to me that everybody like everybody referred to Walton as the boss. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, oh, uh, because Nanette. Daly has no backbone. But it was Nanette that said, well, co-boss, because Daly mm-hmm. is the other, the other CEO. Right. And they're like, oh, well, well he's yeah. he's the CTO. We, do, we really don't, uh, yeah, no, he's really not. You know, I yeah. suppose, you know, on paper. So nobody respected him. And that, that probably stemmed from Walton. Mm-hmm. I just wonder, like, how did those two even... Going back to my fanfic, here's my prequel fanfic. How did they meet? How did they create this game? They probably met in college and did yeah. it in a garage somewhere. You know, like yeah. most great companies, Apple, Microsoft. Yep, and, interesting. And then one of them had to leave. Yep. Like most great co-ops, Apple, Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, I bet like Dalo will be like celebrated in his death. He created this game and then he died in it. Legacy. A legacy was born. If he died, I you never know. I think he died. What if the charge on those things only is like 10 hours and 10 hours later he came out of it? I doubt it. I bet he's dead. Black Mirror is not a happy ending type show. <laughs> he's deaf dead. It's a cliffhanger show. <laughs> it's an ambiguous ending type show like X-Files is a lot of the time. I choose to believe he's dead because he's an asshole. <laughs> yes. He was <laughs> not he very nice. He was not very nice in his alternate world. That's for sure. <laughs> And the rest of the characters are having so much fun being in Infinity, it seems to me. Yeah. So, like, they're like, yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> Let's explore this great universe. How, how long of time do you think they waited before they had sex with each other? <laughs> like, they probably put it on autopilot shortly after getting away from that ship and just went nuts. <laughs> yeah. Except for Nanette. She was new in there, so yeah. there was, she wasn't aching for it. The exactly. other guys, though, had been in there for, for a while. It, Jesus. <laughs> and there's... And we don't know how time passes in the game. It seems like it passes exactly the same as it does in the real world because they're waiting around for so long all day. That's true. For him to get off work Work. and come and play. Just as time passes normally in real video games when you're playing. And you're not there? Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. He never rebooted that server. Eventually it was going to break and they would have all lost them anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I guess that's all. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at CDoublePod. And if you have any weird or funny experiences with someone that looks like you or someone thought, who thought you were someone else or some weird twin hijinks, please send those to CDoublePodcast at gmail.com, as well as any suggestions for show topics, movies, whatever you'd like us to cover. Um, we've got quite an extensive list already, but I'm always happy to add more. And you'll get a shout out also. So please include your Twitter handle with your submission. Yes, please. Um, also, Please. don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Thank you to Missy and Stacy for joining Nick's glorious ranks in the review department. Once again, I am Stephanie Kretz. And I'm Bradford Barth. And if, oh, I guess one oh, yeah. last thing. If you 
if you're not finding us on your preferred platform, please shout out to us and I will see how I can get us on there. I know that uh, some people listen to podcasts on Spotify. I'm working on that. However, we need to get to podcast episode number five before I can do that. <laughs> Next week, we'll be there. Next week, I'll this be able to sign four. us up. Yay. So thank you for listening, and till next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.